0: Hello, hello beautiful friend, welcome back to another episode of The Whole Voice. My name is Allie Tyler and this show is designed to bring a little more consciousness, courage and creativity into your everyday life. I want to start this episode by first apologizing because I don't know what happened but for some reason I completely forgot to update you that I was going on vacation. This is why you haven't heard from me for the last couple of weeks, and uh, I'm just gonna blame it on mommy brain because I don't know how I forgot to mention this. I kinda have a lot of different platforms that I post on, whether that's my Instagram and my emails or my Facebook groups, and somehow or another, the podcast slipped through the cracks. I am so sorry that I haven't been with you for this transition into spring, and I appreciate you letting me come back into your ears. My husband and I went on an incredible baby moon, in the beautiful town of Sedona, Arizona, and it was a really surreal experience, I gotta tell you. It was just so wild to think that that was kind of our, quote, last hoorah. Not really true, but you know what I mean. It's like, it was the last time that it was, really just me and him before we are welcoming a new member into our family this summer. So it was really beautiful, really bittersweet, and just such a great experience overall. So I am now back. I am so excited to be bringing you more episodes. And this particular episode is going to be fun because I'll be honest, I did not plan to bring this onto the podcast. I am a planner and I have a bunch of episodes that are ready to go, but this particular topic came to be from an Instagram story discussion and conversation I've been having over the last couple of days. I love Instagram, I love it for so many reasons, but really it's the community that I have and that I continue to build on there and just really getting to know people all over the world Uh, It is just so cool. And one of my biggest values on that particular platform is being radically honest radically honest about my humanness really because I'm a human just like you and I go through ups and downs and part of me using my whole voice means that I am expressing my wholeness and so that means that I will share things that are the bad things and the good things and everything in between and all of the lessons that I'm learning as a way to inspire others to continue their learning and to also use their voices as well because our voices, are incredibly powerful in making ripples in this world. So I hopped onto Instagram stories a couple of days ago, and I got real vulnerable around the topic of self-acceptance. I shared a story about how a few weeks ago I learned (laughs) that my weight gain in my pregnancy is that of a mother who is carrying twins, I am not carrying twins. So it was a wild experience for me to process. And I wanted to talk about it with people because first and foremost, I don't really talk a lot about body image. It's not one of the things I talk a lot about, but I felt like talking honestly about it would stir up some really interesting conversations with others, and boy, was I right. Oh my gosh. It's just been amazing to to hear from other people around this particular topic, to be questioning and polling and surveying people around what gets them out of self-love and self-acceptance, and just really to shed light on this particular topic around true self-love. So let's start right there. What is self-acceptance? In my mind, self-acceptance is a radical act that requires consciously reprogramming limiting beliefs about ourselves, specifically around our self-worthiness. And the reason that it's a radical act is because patriarchal and capitalistic systems have literally conditioned us to believe that we must do more in order to be better. And it's total bullshit, (laughs) if I'm being honest. So self-acceptance is really about loving who we are exactly as we are right here, right now. It's knowing that life is a journey, and it's a journey of learning and growing. And we can do both. We can love exactly where we are right now and simultaneously being on the journey of learning and growing. Really, it's about appreciating the wholeness of this life experience without condemning ourselves. Now, the ways that we fall out of self-acceptance is through comparison. This is probably one of the biggest ways, actually. And we compare ourselves a lot of the times by measuring our worth, by statistics and numbers, these fabricated numbers that are totally subjective, like my weight gain, but things like our bank account numbers, the number of followers that we have on social media, maybe our number of friends, or our age, or the weight on a scale, or our status at work. I mean, as you're listening to this, I'm sure that you can think of some sort of metric in your life that you tend to measure yourself worthwhile. With. that's a way that we can fall out of self-acceptance. Another way that we can fall out of it is by striving to be better all the time. And this is a really interesting one because we, again, are living in this capitalistic, patriarchal society, most of us in the world, and that means that businesses profit off of wellness and self-care and being better. <laughs> like that is literally how most of them profit. So I love self-care, don't get me wrong. I advocate it, I practice it, but it's really important to know the difference of when we're using self-care to feel better versus using it as a coping mechanism to be better. Just remember that, okay? Because when we're trying to strive to be better all the time, we are not fully accepting of ourselves in that moment. Another way that we can fall out of it is by feeling like we're not good enough. And this is a really big one. I mean, this is probably the biggest life lesson that we are learning on this planet. In fact, when I surveyed people on my Instagram story, this was the answer that by far was the one that most people were struggling with. And I feel like this comes down to having past stories and traumas that are subconsciously weaving through areas of our life. We all go through this. Every single person has this in their life. You are not alone if you ever feel like you're not good enough. I often don't feel like I'm good enough, and so does your neighbor, and so does their neighbor, and so does everybody again, we are in this school of life. And so it's really a beautiful experience to witness that in ourself and to remind ourselves that, oh yeah, there are past stories. There are past traumas. There are past triggers that are literally embedded in my psyche right now that need to be healed. And that is totally normal and totally okay. Self-acceptance is a journey in embodiment, and it gets easier with practice. It is not a destination. It requires practice, 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 practice. The good thing about practicing is that when we practice it and we choose to consciously practice it every day, it does get easier. So that's really a good thing. So self-acceptance is freedom from ourselves. If we think about our self, our perception of self as our ego, we can think about self-acceptance and self-love as freedom from our ego, as freedom from the small me. It's really allowing ourselves to feel liberated from that, to feel spacious, to not give any fucks what people think about us, (laughs) like truly. It also shows up as allowing space for rest. What a radical act to allow yourself to rest and take a break without any guilt or shame. It shows up as giving ourselves permission to fully express ourselves, to let our freak flag fly. (laughs) And it really shows up as surrendering to what life has to offer us, to trust that we are on our way, that we are exactly where we're supposed to be, that we don't need to change and we don't need to be better and do more and slay the day and all of this stuff. We can just trust that right here, right now is exactly where you are supposed to be and where I am supposed to be. It shows up as feeling connected to gratitude and awe. It shows up as using your voice unapologetically. And most importantly, self-acceptance shows up as loving who you are without any conditions. Ah, doesn't that just feel so good? Now, unfortunately, we are humans and we have these crazy things called brains. And so our thoughts can easily take us out of self-acceptance. It can easily take us into negative spaces when we allow them to. Don't forget, this is totally normal. So here are ways that you can calibrate towards self-acceptance when you are in that, let's call it self-loathing mode or that place where you're starting to feel negative about yourself. Here are ways that you can calibrate back towards self-love and acceptance. So number one, make space for your negative thoughts. Your negative thoughts just want to have a little attention. So just give them some attention, right? Allow for them to appear rather than judge or try to change them. So literally think to yourself, oh, there it is. Hello, unfriendly thought. Hello, negative thought. Okay, fine. I'll give you some time to play out your stories in my head. Go ahead. This is fine. Just just say everything that you want to say. I am allowing you that space. This is really how we process things. So this is a good practice to have is witnessing your negative thoughts and just allowing them to run their course. And then when you feel like, okay, enough is enough, (laughs) then you want to give love to these thoughts. That's really all your ego wants is to be loved, right? So now you can say to yourself, I know that you want to keep me small. I know this and that's okay. I appreciate you for showing up to protect me. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for these thoughts. I appreciate it. And now, this is kind of step three, if you want to think about these as steps. Now, I am going to set a new intention to ultimately shift these thoughts. So setting an intention is really where the magic starts to happen. So you can think to yourself at this time, Your presence, and again, you're talking to your negative thoughts here, your presence is not serving me and who I'm becoming. So now my intention is to feel empowered or release this trauma or know what a badass I am (laughs) or whatever your intention might be. So again, the only way that you can shift these thoughts is to first acknowledge them, let them run their course, Give them some love and then set an intention for how it is that you most want to feel or experience some positivity. Then you're going to want to breathe through this intention because this is where the resistance is going to come up. The more that you witness this resistance and the more that you breathe through it, the easier it will be to embody this intention keep that visualization close keep that intention with you close your eyes breathe through it i want to feel empowered i want to release this trauma i want to feel confident i want to love myself whatever it is that your intention is and that's when you can start to invite in positive thoughts this takes so much practice reprogramming our subconscious thoughts takes a lot of conscious work. So here are ways that you can invite in positive thoughts. You can start with celebrating your strengths. Think about times in your life where you have overcome something difficult, where you have experienced a hardship and you got through it. Use that visualization. Remember what that feels like in your body. Know that you can do hard things. Maybe you think about what you enjoy about yourself, all the characteristics that you like about yourself. Or you can think about the connections that you've made with other people. It's a huge one because connections and community and support is how we survive on this planet or if none of those resonate with you just come back to gratitude that is such a great way to shift your mindset around positive thoughts and gratitude does not need to be about big things it can be small things Today, I am so grateful that I went to a coffee shop and I got my favorite latte. Or today, I am so grateful that I woke up and my dog was cuddling right next to me. Right? So it can be anything. The more that you can gravitate towards actually even small things to be grateful for, the easier it's going to be to shift out of those negative thoughts. The last step in all of this is to forgive yourself any time that past thoughts come back in, just remind yourself again that you are evolving. You are evolving into a state of self-loving and not self-loathing. And evolvement takes time. So put your hand on your heart and say to yourself, I forgive myself for feeling this way. I recognize that old stories or traumas or beliefs have been programmed in my mind for a long time. I allow myself to feel these emotions when they come up without judging myself for it. And you got to say that a million and a half times. Self-forgiveness is probably one of the hardest things that we do as humans. And again, it takes practice so repeat this process as many times as it takes where you are giving space to your negative thoughts you are loving your thoughts you are setting a new intention for how it is that you want to feel you're breathing through that intention and witnessing any of the resistance that comes up you are inviting in new positive thoughts and then you're forgiving yourself anytime that you go backwards Keep on repeating it. I promise it will get easier with time. So, to wrap up this episode, I want to reiterate that we are all on this journey together. It may appear like some people have it together and their life is perfect. And I'm here to tell you that that is just not true. Everyone, everyone experiences the humanness of self loathing and self doubt and self criticism and not feeling like you're not enough. So just remember that we're all in this life school together, you know, and that's the beauty of being a human is that we get to experience the entire spectrum of wholeness. I am so honored to be in this life school with you, to share this space with you, and that you have tuned in to this episode. Thank you so, so much. I hope it was helpful for you. And please feel free to DM me on Instagram over at The Whole Voice. I love having these rich, juicy conversations with you. I learned so much from it, and I love connecting with people all over the world. Wherever you are right now, I am sending you so, so, so much love and gratitude and appreciation for tuning in to another episode of The Whole Voice. I will catch you in the next episode.